Hello, friends, and welcome to the 21st episode of the Squad Pod, where we love to talk about all our favorite battle royales, multiplayer games, and new consoles. What? what? I'm Matt Ock Jr. <laughs> and hot dropping into this week's podcast, we have the web slinger himself, Kevin Asex. Me, going, Kevin? me, the web slinger. I mean, it's Washburn. He already beat the game. I'm still like maybe halfway through. <laughs> Okay, Kevin. Well, uh, sometimes I just do. I have like five things I could give names for Washburn, like the beat dropping DJ. You know, what's up, Washburn? <laughs> what's up? Yeah, Fuser, Spider Man, Assassin's Creed, new new two K, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff on the plate this week. Only one is making him very, very angry, very mm-hmm. angry, just Spider-Man. absolute rage. <laughs> You can catch the podcast every week on podcast services around the globe and on youtube.com slash Mike Mike Gaming. That's what it is. <laughs> Whoa, who's over there? Oh. Definitely, definitely not just... Uh, <laughs> this is what happens when I don't write things down, you know? Um, let's get into talking about our fresh new consoles. I know that Washburn and Kevin have a series x and a playstation 5 i have a series s what's everyone thinking what's everyone liking what's everyone what's it like living in the future kevin <laughs> it's crazy dude. i can see everything whoa, whoa look at that i can see my dad oh no gotta, oh no i'm gonna, no. I'm gonna die oh, by no. eating a banana oh no internet banana oh god <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. <laughs> it's crazy over here. Uh, you guys, you know, we got Series X, we got the PS5, Watchmen PS5. Mm-hmm. It's big. PS5 it, big. It's way too big. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was going to be this yeah. big. It's massive. Fucking, they're awesome. The fast loading and everything like that, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. 4K, ray trace, and all that shabam, you know what I'm saying? All mm-hmm. those traced rays. All the tra- they're, all, they're all being traced. Who would have thought? All this screen space reflections and whatnot. No much reflections. Someone, so many ways to see myself, you know, in the mirror. It's amazing. What do you guys think? I love it so far. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, really kind of echo your point of just the speed of it all. Um, it, it's so fast. Both of them. Both of them are so fast. Um, that That's really the main thing I'm getting from it. Um, I, and then... You know, it's hard to just talk about the consoles at large without, you know, trying to talk about the games we played on them so far. Um, but just like to keep it broad. PS5 big. Uh, that That is true. <laughs> um, it's also a very attractive console. Uh, I wasn't expecting to like the look of it as much as I do. I got the digital edition. Um, and those lights sort of, you know, the ambient lights <clears throat> on the side. They they glow real nice coming off of that black and sort of reflecting onto the the white plates over there on the side and even if in rest mode with the orange lights it looks really cool so like yeah it's big but it's 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 a aesthetically pleasing uh, machine for sure uh, even though it is a bit obnoxious compared to you know just the sleek black rectangle that is the Series X um, which is extremely heavy very heavy kevin i don't know how you felt taking yours out of the box but like man when i when i took that thing out of the box i was like oh my god it's like a cinder it's like a cinder block dude chunky dude yeah it's a it's it's really heavy um i wasn't expecting it to be that heavy versus the ps5 which 
doesn't I, I mean it looks bigger than it like it looks heavier than it is because it is so big um mm. but i both of them are nice um and and yeah just kind of like kevin said it's the speed it's it's basically just the instant load times you know i was in the middle of a playthrough of witcher 3 um which i wrapped up last night and playing it on the series x is just so awesome man because the load times are just gone uh every time you fast travel in that game on the the previous generation you know it's going to be a good 15 to 20 seconds of sitting there uh, versus playing it on the series x when you move it over to that internal storage where you just click fast travel and it's it you're there you know even even next gen 2k on the series x feels a little bit snappier uh than it ever has which i'm which was a pleasant surprise um clicking into the game and, and not getting hit with 45 seconds of load screens, being able to press my career and go straight to where you're supposed to be. And we'll get into that later. Um, but every, everything loads so quickly. And, and even Assassin's Creed, which I was playing this morning a little bit, it's just like, man, you don't have time to check your phone at all. Um, there have been at least two times now, I did it again this morning, where I'll click to load into a game. And just out of habit, you know, I'll I'll pick my phone up and and I'll open an app. And by the time I've clicked the app button on my home screen, the, where I'm in, like the game is going. Um, so that's really cool. Um, graphically, uh, from a graphic standpoint, really the only two things that have sort of blown me away. Well, three things um, are Ori with the on the Series X, which is stunning. Um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla on the Series X, uh, and Spider Man in fidelity mode, mm. uh, which are all three of those games are just absolutely gorgeous. Um, I, th I think those are really the ones that feel or look next gen. Um, Assassin's Creed we'll get into a little bit later, specifically that one, I think, um, really, really pushes the hardware and shows you what gives you sort of a glimpse into what what the series x is capable of um just from a performance and a visual standpoint but yeah i mean i'm i'm loving them man um it's really cool to have them both and i can't wait to see some more games and see cyberpunk on on the series x in a couple months and see what that's like sounds good yeah i got a series s i've been playing a lot of dirt five i would say mm -hmm. i put a little bit of fortnite fortnite definitely loads faster which is nice because that game used to take like multiple minutes to load on each loading screen which there were two of is that the only mm. thing new about fortnite Maddox? i think there's i think it's ray trace now too but is it because I, I played it yeah. and i was like i don't really see too much of a difference i don't know yeah i don't think it comes across in that uh style you know as yeah. much as a lot of other games because it's like so cartoony you know yeah mm -hmm. i need to check again i don't know i wasn't really yeah. paying attention to when i jumped jumped in there in the man maybe i need to look at the water or something like that but yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, ray tracing is interesting um I'm, I, i've only noticed it a handful of times on the series x um on the ps5 with spider-man it's very apparent like they they definitely take advantage of it um but really um only place i've noticed it heavily on the series x is in 2k on the courts which are just mm. extra shiny now um 
I haven't. I mean, Assassin's Creed, I guess I'm, I'm just not paying that much attention. I'm more wowed by the performance of it mixed with the visuals than I am looking for ray tracing. But yeah, we'll see if any Series X games really pop off and, and utilize that um, feature. Because that, that, that's the one thing that Series X is marketed above all else is speed, right? It's, yeah, quick it's, resume. It's so fast. Mm-hmm. And and quick resume, notwithstanding, because I don't use it. I, I Like, I'm in such a habit of closing applications that I haven't, I've, I haven't broken that habit yet. And I mm. might never, um, just because I want to keep the thing, you know, as clean as possible at all times. I, I'm, so, I'm in such a habit of when I'm done with something, I close it. Right. Um, but really just there's, there's almost no, not even a need for it on the thing because games boot so quickly from a cold launch that I don't, I don't really see a point of leaving six, seven things open on my hard drive and potentially bogging it down. So, uh, where the, where the PS five is sort of like, look at these amazing visuals. The series X is more, check out how fast this thing is, which is it's two different sort of things. But we'll see if Xbox comes out with a game that where they can really tout the, you know, visual fidelity of it because it's capable for sure. Yeah, uh, QuickRazim wasn't working perfectly yet either. So mm-hmm. I'm sure there'll be a software update shortly to fix that issue. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely not with Dirt 5. <laughs> I tried yeah. it. The only game I have on QuickRazim all the time is Yakuza. Other than that, I'm like... Every other game needs like the internet be connected, so like it will disconnect me from the game anyway. So I'm like, yeah, some of these games isn't perfect for it, but I don't know what other game can be good for this. I mean, I could probably leave Fuser open if I wanted to. True. Um, Assassin's Creed, same thing. I could probably just leave that open. Assassin's Creed did. My Series X has hard crashed twice now. Um, One, yeah, one play in Call of Duty. Uh, cold, Cold War, hard crash, complete shutdown. Mm-hmm. Um, and Assassin's Creed this morning, I, I went into photo mode and it just did not like that. Um, it's completely hard crash of the console. Uh, back to where you know you boot it up and you get the original. It's it. You're not just signing right in the console. You know, it's, it's as if it's coming from a a cold launch. Um, yeah. So that's that's too two times now and i you know it's early um i'm yeah. i'm fully expecting these games and and the hardware itself to get more updated and more optimized as we push along um so yeah we'll see for sure it is bummer that that happens though cuz you're just like supposedly everything's supposed to be perfect but yeah when you get that many out in the wild it's bound to happen i suppose yeah and i know i mean it God willing, my you know my consoles don't brick like I've seen some over the internet. PS fives and PS fives and Series Xs, mm. um, all sort of you you get some isolated cases um, on on both sides with with Poor consoles sure. just not deciding not to turn on anymore. Or I saw Blessing post something today with with his Series X um, not getting past the specific screen after it hard crashed. So. Yeah, um, that's unfortunate, but I'm I'm hoping that mine are just a couple game related incidences um, with those two titles because they are both brand new and specifically Assassin's Creed is is so heavy on the visuals and and 
I think it does. It is sort of that showpiece that's pushing the console to its limit um, in terms of performance mixed with the visual fidelity. So. All right, well, let's get into the games a little bit. You guys have been playing a little bit of Spider-Man Miles Morales. How has that been going for you? Whipping around the city. It's crazy. Yeah, it's really Flipped good. It. I, uh, I first tried out, I don't know if you did this, Watchmen. I tried out the PS4 version, remastered first, which to check that out. Mm-hmm. Check out have, uh, no, I haven't done that yet. It looks really nice, too. It looks really good. And then I tried out the 60 performance mode, too, and then it looked it, both ran really well. I like that. And mm-hmm. then I did like a few missions of that and then hopped on to Miles. And man, Miles looks amazing. I love it. Mm. What a yeah. Game. Yeah. Uh, like I said earlier, visually, um, Miles is stunning in, in perform. I'm not playing in performance mode. Um, I, I've i seen 60 frames. I know what 60 frames is. You know what I mean? I think most people do at this point. I want to see how visually stunning this console can be um and i know there are going to be people out there oh why can't you get 4k 60 with ray tracing it's you know it's it is what it is um it's also early on yeah there is is potential that they realize that they can harness both things at the same time right and i was fine with the 30 frames because it's 30 locked it's not Mm -hmm. there are no there's no dips um, it's locked in at 30 constantly the whole way through with the ray tracing. Um, and it, it's gorgeous. Um, I, so I, I mainlined miles, uh, Friday afternoon and about midway through Saturday, I was done with it. Uh, the main story. So probably about six to seven hours. If you just beeline it through the, through the main story, I literally have, I didn't touch a, a side mission. Um, so I don't want to, you know, obviously I'm not going to sit here and spoil the game for you. I will tell you, I think they did an incredible job. Um, I think Miles is one of, if not my favorite Marvel characters now. Um, he He's a character that sort of embodies everything that Superman is supposed to be, where, you know, you see somebody that needs help and you help them uh, regardless of yourself or your personal situation. It's all about just being there for your fellow man and and I think Miles the character um is it just sort of embodies that uh and and is just a good dude to everybody uh no matter who and there are several moments in that game that just got to me dude with with him just being a kid and and being a good human being um it's super refreshing to see somebody like that uh a hero or protagonist specifically who's not weighed down by some sort of brooding darkness or some secret, you know what I mean? Um, and, and I think miles and insomniac, uh, really, really, really killed it, uh, with, with that game. So, um, yeah, narratively awesome. Uh, I love that it was six or seven hours. I love that. I didn't have to dump 30 hours into this. I wanted to see the story through. This is the one next gen game. I knew I was going to see through at launch. And I appreciate it being as short as it is Um, because I can, I'm not done. Like, that's the thing. I can still jump back in and uh, go after the loot crates, go after the, you know, the collectibles, these little time capsules, which are like this game's equivalent to the backpacks Mm -hmm. from 2018. Um, So, yeah, awesome game. Gorgeous. 
Um, and the uh, must play. I mean, if, if you have a PS5, this is the this is the big one, I think, and the necessary one. Um, I'm not so much into Demon Souls. I know people say, "Oh, Demon Souls," you know, but uh, for me, it was Miles. And on that machine, uh, on the PS5 specifically, you know, I'll go check out the 2018 remastered one. Um, one they added to where I can transfer my save because I'm I don't feel like I'm. I want to play through that game again with everything else that's out right now. Um, and I would like to try the pathless, uh, but really that's it on the PS five side. So yeah, miles was awesome. Kevin, I don't know where, where you're at or what you're thinking of it right now. It's interesting. You said you were doing the mainline quests. Like did you just wanted to finish it and get with the story done or? Yeah. So like I wanted to finish it. So I wanted to finish it alone. You know what I mean? Hmm. Uh, what like we're we're in a group that talks a lot and and we meet a lot and and I didn't want to play through the game with somebody in my ear. So for me, it meant just getting through that main story and experiencing it. Um, you know, not I wasn't rushing it. Uh, the game is short. It is what it is. Uh, it's it's six to seven hours long if you if you main path it the whole way through. Um, and I would, that's all I was interested in. Um, not to say I'm not interested in going back cause I definitely will and, and try to hundred percent it. Uh, but that's just what I wanted to do. I wanted to see the story through and get the most out of it that I possibly could without sort of any interruptions, mm-hmm. w- whether that's from the game or from outside distractions. I'm doing like the opposite. Cause like, I want to do every like side mission, every collectible first. That way when I finish the story and it- I'd be like, all right, I'm done. I don't want to go back to the game anymore. If I do, mm-hmm. I just wanted to swing around. That's what I. That's why I do it. The way I do mm-hmm. it. <laughs> that's why I, it's so yeah. interesting seeing you like going rush through it, and then you say you might go back for the collectibles. I'm like, man, if I do that, I'm never going back when I finish the story. <laughs> oh, see, no, like for me, the game, the game is so fun. Like just from a gameplay standpoint, like just the amount of times I went back to Spider-Man 2018 just to sit there and mindlessly swing around mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. I will do the same thing with this game uh, except in this game now that I'm done with the main story I have there are like a couple open world little collectathons that I can go and do uh, and it, it's mindless um, you know because it's just go to this base beat up these bad guys go collect this time capsule uh, do this mission for this one dude that I don't want to spoil um and, and sort of that kind of mindless, easy, grindy stuff. Uh, so, yeah, I'm actually looking forward to that. It's rela- it's like therapeutic almost, that game is, um, to just sort of go in and, and swing around. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, and, and mindlessly go and, and run across the open world New York and do those collect-a-thons. Um, super, super fun. And that's just how I am with that game. Fun. I like nice. it. A good game. Play it. Have you played the other Spider-Man? <laughs> All right. And then what are your impressions of Astro's Playroom and your fancy new DualShock 5? Have you played Astro's, Kevin? A little bit. I got, you want to talk about it? I've only played like a little bit the first level because I got sucked into Miles. But it's... it's an interesting way to play because it, yeah, it makes you use like every piece of the controller. Like mm. using the haptic feedback, using the touchpad, using the gyroscope, whatever it's called, you know, six axes. I don't know what they're calling this one. 
it's it's really cool i want to play more of it once i'm done with miles but man like everything in this new controller is pretty crazy i don't know how often other games will use it it might be like a gimmick thing like with the the touchpad from DualShock 4 and the like light bar too they weren't really being used as much rarely they were being used so mm-hmm. we'll see what happens but yeah I, I i like the little bit i played what do you think uh it's a tech demo yeah, I, I mean it's you. um astros i only and like you i only played the first level and saw what it is it's a and for the so let's get this out of the way right now i'm not a playstation history buff or fan or you know, it's it's just not my wheelhouse. I've always leaned more towards the Xbox side of things. I think that's pretty obvious. Um, but Astros is cool. If if you are somebody who appreciates PlayStation, who's been in that sort of uh, lineage of consoles, um, then you're going to love this because it is sort of a jaunt through PlayStation history. Um, you, you go in and there's some cameos. First off, Astros cute as hell. Like yeah. <laughs> you, you see Astro and you're like, oh, my God, I love this little robot. Like, he's the best. Uh, protect Astro at all costs. <laughs> and and so, like, that's dope. A- Astro's really cool. Um, You run around these little mini open worlds and there are little cameos to other PlayStation franchises. You get collectibles that are like PlayStation peripherals or consoles. They all sort of go in this like museum type setting as you unlock them. And it's cool. but. The game itself is a tech demo. Um, it is it is to show you what you can do with the dual sense. Um, by the end of the first level, my index finger was tired <laughs> Be, because the, so like the first level, they have you pulling the trigger to Astro turns into like a little spring springy boy, and yeah. you pull the trigger and he winds up and you let go and he jumps right. And when you pull the trigger down, it fights you the whole way. And this was my biggest um, curiosity with the dual senses. I, I figured this was just going to be aggressive rumble. That's not what it is. Um, it, it is literally as if the controller ha- has little like like a thousand tiny locks in the trigger. And as you pull it, it's unlocking them slowly. And it it like fights it. Literally, it's hard. It's like a, a finger workout to pull the thing. Um, on that level because it it really does fight you which is it's cool like that's cool um annoying after five minutes absolutely the fact that it can do it is cool uh but it's um i don't know if any other game will use it to that extent spider-man does use it a little bit um only in the fact that like it 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 inhibits your trigger pull like at the very 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 end of the pool kevin like yeah, i don't, I don't I, have I you that, noticed that yeah do you like that i kind of i do you do i kind of don't yeah. i don't know why <laughs> well i think it's cool because it it's like is that's it it's as if the controller's telling me like you're that last little bit you don't really even need to do it and if you want to do it and make yourself feel strong, then, like, yeah, like, you can do... I, I think it's a cool little gimmick. You, you know, know what I, I mean? Well, you know what I wanted from that? I wanted... To, you know how they always talk about, oh, you know, if you pull on the trigger with the bow, you know, it feels like you're pulling the bow. I feel like... Yeah, I, I wish hope I was they so, don't do that with Horizon. Yeah, I know. They're going to, though. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it, I just... It's it's so much. 
I've, I've, I kind of wanted them to do that with Spider-Man, where like you pull on the trigger, it feel like you're like flipping out a web and you hold it onto it. Like I don't know, some tension mm. like that. Mm-hmm. If they would have done that, I would have been fine with it. But that weird like small tension at the end, I don't know, it feels weird. You can yeah, turn, I... you can turn it off too, but yeah, I yeah, know, I'm just keeping it on, just you know, just for the hell of it, I guess. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I like I, I liked it because it just gave a little it makes it a little more tactile. It, it It's almost like it gives the troller a click at the end. Yeah. You know what I mean? It almost feels like a GameCube R or L button where you press it down, it stops and then you can sort of click it in one more. That that's what it feels like in Spider-Man. And it's super cool. I, I like I like that they did that. Um Astro annoyed the hell out of me after five minutes, like mm-hmm. I said, because it, it just it was just like, okay, I get it. I I see what the trigger does. You don't we we don't have to keep doing this. Like supposedly I get it. it's cool. they use it in Call of Duty Black Ops. I mm-hmm. don't have any person that has Yeah, I know. <laughs> but like yeah. Yeah. I don't know yeah. anyone that's playing Call of Duty Black Ops on PlayStation 5 right now, so I can't provide feedback on that matter. Yeah, I just I don't like if they go, if I go in the Horizon Forbidden West and every time I Aloy pulls the bow, if it fights me like it does in Astros, I'll just turn it off because that game all you do is shoot bows at big metal dinosaurs, and yeah. and that and that would be really tiresome after ten minutes, uh, just fighting the trigger the whole way. So. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> um, is it magic? Yeah, it's magic. I, I think the Dual Sense is a really really cool piece of equipment. Um, the smaller rumbles from side to side uh front to back and and the way the triggers fight you are all super super cool um at the very beginning of astro when you one of the cooler things um is you see all the little astrobots jump into the controller right Mm -hmm. and then you can move your controller around like this and you you move it to the left and you literally feel them it not uh, literally, but like it feels like you're they're falling down from the right side of yeah. the controller down to the left. That's side. cool, and and it's just like whoa, that's it, and it, it feels really good. Like it feels really accurate. You know what, you know it's what like? I mean? It's like uh, the Switch with their HD Rumble thing. Mm-hmm, but it, I would say it's even more ramped up than that. Yeah, because you got more. It's, mm-hmm. it's more suited for that. Yeah. Yeah, and so. Yeah, it's a pretty amazing piece of equipment in terms of what it can do. Um, do I like it as much as this thing? Absolutely not. Um, is it revolutionary for the PlayStation? Yes, it is. And and I think that's what Astros really aims to show you. Cool. Pretty cool. Um, and it's downloaded into your PS4, PS5, so might as well play it if you have it. I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's baked in. Yeah, so it doesn't cost anything. I uh, just want to touch a little bit on Assassin's Creed there, Washburn. I think you're the only one who's played that so far. Uh, yeah, so I've, I'm only about three hours into it. It is um, sort of that Series X showpiece for me so far where you look at that game visually and it's gorgeous, and then you play it, and you can't really believe that it's running at 60 frames, which it is. Um, It's a 4K60 sort of experience, Um, and if you're looking for something to really sort of showcase what the hardware can do at launch, uh, this is the one, I think. And I haven't really tried Gears 5 yet, so maybe 
I'm, you mm. know, I, I'm talking out of turn, but like Assassin's Creed Valhalla is stunning um, and it's running at a pretty constant 60 frames. There are dips down in, in the 50s, low to mid 50s, I think, from time to time. But um, for the most part, it is locked in at 60 and running at 4K, uh, which is incredible. I mean, it's it really is. Uh, you look at the size of that world and the movement and the lighting and just think think that you're playing that to think that you're playing that on a console and not just some beefy gaming rig and that you're getting that performance is really really cool and the game itself um is trippy as hell and i love it uh my favorite part about assassin's creed has always been when they get really weird and sort of like ethereal and heady you know what i mean um think think about like in Assassin's Creed 2, when Ezio, you know, at the end of the game starts talking to all these like deities and like they're transporting him back and forth between like dimensions and stuff. And it's like this game wastes no time with that. So the very beginning of the game is really heavy. You get this really heavy scene. Um, and then like an hour later, you're going on a vision quest. And, and, okay. I'm just, and I'm just like, yes, so this is what I want from Assassin's Creed. Just be super, super fucking weird. And yeah, it's it, been a very long time since they've done anything like that. And yeah, like Odyssey since, didn't like, do it Black at all. Flag. I feel like it's just been kind of a standard. Consistent, yeah, like standard oh, you're in the Animus, but there's not really much of a storyline there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so like uh, this morning I was playing, and Avor like killed one of her targets, um, and like once she did, she was like transported down into like this different dimension she stands up like what's going on and you're it's weird as hell mm -hmm. and and like you see she looks over she, she sees like odin standing next to a tree he starts walking around and like talking to her and i'm just like whoa this is crazy like it's so trippy and weird and i, and I love that about it um so yeah i'm i'll dump more time into it for sure um because i'm still super early and i, I do want to see what the game is like when it eventually opens up for me, which I assume it's going to here pretty soon um, after I get out of this sort of first, you know, prologue act of it. So, yeah, again, um, it's it's the showpiece for a graphic and performance sort of one two punch uh, there on the Series X. And do make sure you're moving it to that internal because it the load times are great. I mean, you nice. It's a fast boot. Um, it's a fast load. And and one of the problems with Assassin's Creed has always been when you die. And I've died a lot in this one already because it's hard. Um, one of the issues with that on the previous gen was like, oh, here comes another 30 second load. Well, no, it's where not you, the case. Like in the ones where you just like run through the ether for yeah. like 45 and seconds. And this one has that. Yeah. And this one has that, but it's only like three or four seconds long. So nice. Um, yeah, the quick loading, the graphical fidelity mixed with the 60 frame performance on the Series X. Um, awesome. Can't wait to play more. It's very good. And then, it's good so far. Yeah, I, I really do. I mean, I'm not, I, like I said, I'm only about three hours in, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm still in sort of that setup phase. You know, these games are so big now, like the first 10 hours, it feels like sometimes they're just like introducing you to the world and the characters. Yeah. And, and I, that's I'm sort of right in the middle of that, I feel like. So nice. uh, we'll see what happens. Ask me again next week and we'll see if, if I've gotten any further and what I'm thinking about the story. 
cool, cool. Cause yeah, I'm, I, I like, well, I'm a big, well. I'm a big Assassin's Creed fan, and I really haven't picked it up since Syndicate because it seemed they were going towards the RPG aesthetic type of gameplay, and I was like, huh, I don't think I like that. I like the linear type of story with Assassin's Creed. Yeah, this it's, it would be too much for me. <laughs> yeah, so like this one, there the something weird that I've noticed early is uh, there's no real, really like numbers attached to your gear. Uh, there are, I'm, but not like power level numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get like you get your father's axe, right? And you can upgrade that three or four times, or you can upgrade the raven clan armor three or four times uh but you're not it's not like the destiny sort of style that was in odyssey or or origins where you go and you find a gear and it's got a higher number on it and you put that on that that's gone um your power level now is attached as far as i know um to your skill points so when you level up you get skill points you dump those skill points into specific things like two percent melee damage quicker assassinations and there's a ton of them the skill tree is massive in this game um and so every time you dump a skill point in it boosts your power level a little bit so it that's where i'm seeing the sort of new redesign leveling system in this one and i think kevin it is a little bit more straightforward than than the last two yeah that's what i was hearing yeah because odyssey seemed like oh that was like a little too much for me <laughs> seemed way yeah, too yeah. rpg and i'm like i don't think i can get into that because apparently people were yeah, finishing like, like 60 hours or something like that and i was like yeah it's too much give me 20 hours yeah i was at i was at like 50 hours and i was like i'm not even close to the end of the story yeah. i'm just gonna that's when i quit odyssey I, yeah that's exactly i did the exact same thing medic i got about 60 hours into odyssey and felt like i had just scratched the surface and it was i just th- there's too many other games yeah. for sure was that kevin well no yeah i was like yeah there's too, too many games to play that okay yeah yeah, yeah not too much Nah, i can invest too much time in these mm-hmm. 60 hour games sometimes I'm probably going to invest a lot of time into Cyberpunk, but we'll see if that game ever comes out. That's a different story, uh, though, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so let's just get our five-minute next-gen 2K rant out of the way, Washburn. Oh, yeah. So I don't want to go on about the money-hungry, greedy, cash-grabby stuff again. Let's go I for it, that. dude. This is our podcast. I did that a couple weeks ago. The issue with this <laughs> one, Kevin... And I don't know if I know Maddox heard me just screaming and yelling yesterday oh, yeah. the day before. Um they put you in oh, yeah. this place, Kevin. This godforsaken place. You're telling about this you're telling it's me called, this about this It's issue. called Rookieville. <laughs> uh-huh. And when you start a new character, or I guess you start the my career mode, rather than allow you to play with your friends or play in the pro-am or go into the park or go to any clothing stores or see this brand new gigantic open world that they're boasting about. They decide they're going to dump you on a shipping barge with four gray basketball courts mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and force you to play with randoms for anywhere between, I, I got to say somewhere between 15 and 30 games. Oh no, that's so many games. Mm. and. It's baffling. I don't understand it. 
and last night they kicked on 2x rep um, because I think they're looking at the game right now and saying, oh, nobody's even getting to this gigantic open world we built because we locked, we literally locked them in here. <laughs> and so yesterday I escaped Rookieville yesterday Woo! after about congrats, day, congrats. after about a day and a half of grinding i heard a um, 0.5 i don't know what that meant but yeah so to get out of rookieville kevin you have to go through rookie one two and three and depending on your performance in these pickup games you can get anywhere from 80 to 90 percent of three level to 0.5 percent to zero I, I i've played a few games in rookieville that netted me absolutely nothing <laughs> Um, it. because it's because you're playing one you're playing with randoms and two you're on your brand new character with no badges no stat upgrades nothing um unless you unless you pay real money uh so yeah it's absolutely brutal it's a head scratcher of a decision um for them to say let's lock everybody out of this brand new massive beautiful open world we built um, for a, a extended amount of time, I just I just don't understand it. It's another decision by 2K, just from a game making standpoint, that makes no fucking sense to me. And I just I it, I don't know how else to explain this, man. Um, it it makes me angry because people who reviewed this game and give it nines, eights, nines, you know. They're they're not playing these modes. None of this is going to get written about. If you look up Rookieville on the internet, you're going to see a bunch of two take community members who are just oh Rookieville so beautiful man. Look at this, it's the best. And you're not going to see any articles on Kotaku or Polygon or Gamespot or IGN about how fucking stupid this is, because none of them play the my career mode, which is the marquee mode in NBA 2K. This is the big mode. So all these people who are going in review and play now and franchise and season and my GM, they're neglecting the two biggest, most played modes in the game, which are my career and my team. And that just flies all over me. Cause if you look at this game and you look at it from an objective standpoint, you have to say it's absolute trash when you play the big two biggest modes and they're absolute trash. So that's where I stand on it. And I could, Oh man, it makes me mad and I'm part of the problem. So there you go. There's my 2k next gen rant. All right. So you're saying I should get it then, right? No. Gotcha. (laughs) Uh, then the, uh, one of the last games before we get to, or it is the last game before we get a little Call of Duty talk. Uh, Washburn and I have played a little bit of Fuser. I've only beaten like the first like set, I guess, mm-hmm. where you move through the first like location. Um, and very interesting game, a very fascinating game, a very musical based game. What have you thought so far? Yeah, so it's cool. Um, the campaign is essentially a tutorial. Uh, yeah, I would say as, so. As you move through the campaign, which is there are six areas, each one has six sets. Each set takes about five minutes, right? Yeah. Um, when you're playing these sets, you are it's it's a harmonics game, so you're doing things that net you points, which increase your star rating. 
uh, a la Guitar Hero, you know. Um, I don't know how to get five stars this game. I really I've don't. gotten five stars once or like 4.75 stars. I'm not sure which. Yeah. So as you're playing through a set, you get crowd demands like you, you pick your crate which is just your list of tracks right the crowds will yell out i want to hear something from the 2000s or i want to hear this instrument i want to hear this genre of music right and if you fulfill those you know your little satisfaction meter goes up you also have a list of goals on the side that are timed you do those your satisfaction meter goes up uh if you drop discs at specific times your you get points your meter goes up um so it's cool. Uh, the, really, the technology of it's cool, how they've taken all these different parts of these different songs and broken them down by instrument and allow you to sort of just throw them all together. Um, really, really neat. And there's uh, definitely some behind the scenes mixing going on to like to choose which portion of the song is the loudest, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't know if yeah, you noticed so, that. I mean, as you go through, they, they give you the ability to change the volume on each um deck right mm, okay. uh, they give you the ability to fade things in and out they give you the ability to put effects on certain things they give you the ability to cue things uh to swap them um and i'm about to unlock the ability i think it's like the game's equivalent of star power where mm-hmm. you click this button and it'll do like a drop and then throw four new discs on um oh nice so it's it's a fun one. I mean, if you're looking for a little fun music game to play and, and kill some time with, and yeah, I, I do notice every time I play it, my foot's tapping because I'm, you know, I'm just sort for of sure. in it. Like, um, so yeah, I, I enjoy Fuser. Um, I think the multiplayer needs a lot of work. Um, me and Mike tried to get into a, what is called a co-op freestyle and it just did not happen for us. Um, I couldn't even join like a public freestyle. So I do hope that they work that out and, and get that sort of fleshed out. Cause I am interested to see what that looks like and what that sort of entails. So um, yeah, if you're into music and you want to try throwing some tracks together, like, you know, Rick Astley mixed with smash mouth mixed with post Malone, then, this is the one i mean it's yeah i mean it's fun it's fun yeah yeah, i've had a bit of fun with it uh more than i was expecting to um and i've have managed to make some mixes that i really enjoy um same but more often than not i'll throw something on and it'll sound completely awful and Mm. it's hilarious uh so yeah, I mean it's it's a fun one. I would this is a game I can't recommend buying before looking at it cuz you you have to see what this is. Yeah. And it's a lot you, of work. Yeah, it is a lot of work and especially once you get through the campaign and you progress I I'm on the second to last uh sort of location. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning about the last thing. And once you go through effects, they even have like instruments and drum pads that you can play on. You can make so like for instance There'll be like, here's a synth bass pad and you can play like the loops and, you know, uh, make loops of those, drop those loops on, cue those up and drop them on later. Like it, it, it gets crazy. Um, so, you know, there are a lot of games I say you have to play this in order to know what it is. Fuser is not that you can look at Fuser and make a decision on whether or not you want to buy that. And because just looking at it tells you exactly what that game is. 
Yeah, I'm having fun. Uh, they do a good job of making it sound half decent, even when it's bad. But you know, mm-hmm. it's bad deep down. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely, uh, it's a very cool idea, and they did a very good job executing it. And, um, the one thing I have is like, like you were saying, the one that I got like the most stars on. It's because I just like kept on switching tracks yeah. and that's not what you really want to do because you want to like listen to the mix that you made for like a, more than five seconds. 10 yeah. Seconds. And so our friend JD, so I studied music in college for a year. JD studied music in college all the way through. Right. Mm-hmm. And he was playing last night and getting so uh upset's not the right word i guess frustrated uh because Mm -hmm. he would he would eject the disc off when it was at the end of a phrase you know what i mean like not one bar through a chorus right yeah that's that the video game doesn't reward you for for real musicality yeah the the video game rewards you for ejecting a disc on a perfect downbeat whether that downbeat's halfway through a chorus or halfway halfway through, through a word uh, a word yeah, yeah. um it, that can be frustrating right when when you're yeah. like i know this sounds good here but the video game doesn't like that and i just got punished for it luckily yeah. there is a freestyle mode where there's sure. no there's no points there's no satisfaction meter you can just pick your crate and go in and do what you want to do um but i think that will be great once i've like unlocked most of the songs and the instruments and whatnot Mm -hmm. but the campaign yeah you do unlock instruments um and you do unlock effects as well um so you gotta run through that and i would recommend running through the campaign just to learn the mechanics because yeah for sure they start throwing starts getting complicated yeah but it's fun it's a fun one all right then let's get into you know, our bread and butter where shooters deep down inside shooters got to shoot whatnot. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. I personally have played a decent amount of the multiplayer so far, I would say. And uh, the first two missions of the single player. Um, where are you guys at with it? I've played multiplayer and only multiplayer for about Kevin? five hours. Played multiplayer, too. Uh, then summon zombies. I haven't touched the campaign yet. Okay. Got it. Through the first two missions, the campaign right now is like, I'm like, I don't know if this is going to be interesting or not yet. It's like, I the story is it hasn't really like grabbed me yet. Um, the second mission is like a flashback mission, mission to Vietnam, which is fine, but also like... I don't know. It's like I don't know what's going on here so much. There's a mysterious figure figure. The music in the first cutscene, excellent choices of music, but that's kind of easy to do when you're selecting from music from the 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, uh I've had a ton of fun with the multiplayer so far. Um enjoying it a lot. Um I've been playing mostly I would say uh domination, hardpoint and uh, uh, what's it? The tags one. Kill confirmed. Kill confirmed. Kill confirmed yeah, because uh, team deathmatch seems to get wildly campy, and people seem to just like hold spots, and you're like, this isn't fun. Um, but 
I've been having a great time. The shooting feels really good. The MP5 still feels like one of the best guns. I thought that the sniper rifles were uh, worse than they were in the beta, but uh, I've been leveling up the Tundra uh, recently, and it's been feeling pretty good, and the zoom-in speed isn't too slow. One of the base-level weapons loadouts they give you, just like the zoom-in on the sniper rifle was atrocious and i was like i don't see how anyone could do this yeah i, I noticed that too and that, i don't know what's wrong with the zoom in it just takes forever maybe there's an yeah. or attachment to help it out but yeah too long yeah i mean it wasn't bad on the base level weapons it was just bad on that one from the in my opinion at least yeah, yeah. um but it's been feeling good the maps are all I don't hate any of them, actively hate any of the maps. Like when Modern Warfare came out, Piccadilly would come up and I'd be like, I actively hate this map. Mm-hmm. I don't know how everyone else is feeling about the maps and whatnot. Um, I can't think of a map I hate too. Then again, I haven't really played too much of the multiplayer, so I don't think I've hit every map like three or four times. So yeah, I've hit a couple like once or twice. It doesn't it. feel like there's a lot of maps in this game. There's eight six v six maps, I think. That's sort of my one critique of the multiplayer so far is uh, the number of maps seems small. How many maps was it in Modern Warfare? I feel like it's, it was the same amount, wasn't it? Uh, probably. And then they just start adding more in. Yeah. The other thing is, is that they keep on adding these modes that need specialized levels. So I think those take a lot of uh, mm-hmm. the level designer's time with uh, the uh, combined arms matches and um the dirty bomb mode because mm-hmm. those levels are huge so they have to spend a lot of time designing those levels and that's yeah. probably why we only got eight regular multi six v six multiplayers and two of them are like scaled down versions of other maps i think mm-hmm. um the scaled down version of the boat map is kind of like whatever to me it's fine i'd rather play other levels but other than that i'm having a pretty good time as far as maps go yeah, I like um, Garrison. Uh, yeah, that which one's is good. the one with the sort of warehouse, the tank warehouse. And then, yeah, that one. And then um, Checkmate, I think, is the one with Air Force mm. One sort of taken apart in this hangar. As like a simu- it looks like a simulated. Yeah, like, like a training ground sort yeah, of. Yeah, SWAT training ground thing. Yeah, that I really like those two. The rest of them are fine. Yeah. Kevin, what about you? Mm, on my favorite map man yeah maybe that the one the air force one one was pretty cool mm-hmm. i like that one i can't really think of anything else that i liked um uh, there's another one i did like what was it i, I think i kind of do like the desert one. Oh yeah satellite, satellite i've yeah. come to like that one that one's all right because you got one side people sniping in, and then you got the other side that you can go close quarters, so you can like mm-hmm. you can choose what you want to do. And it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. I like that one. Yeah, for sure. And that I can't remember um, other maps I know of that I played. The good thing is, just transitioning from Modern Warfare, is that there's enough different mechanics in this one that it doesn't feel like exactly the same with like the wild card system and mm. um, the way the loadouts work and the perks being different. And not being exactly the same and being able to use those wild cards to like really mix up your classes. It definitely uh, provides a different feel overall, I would say. Um, mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see how they transition these guns into 
uh, Warzone, and if they're all just garbage or they're all overpowered, it's going to be a interesting one for sure. Yeah, there's really no integration at all with it for, yet for Warzone. Uh, all the operators are in. Okay. So I've clicked back over to Modern Warfare and the three operators that I've unlocked so far and the base operators are all unlocked for me in uh, the Warzone. And you do have to keep Warzone installed. I tested it last night. For for Cold War. Oh, really? Yeah, so... That that was my biggest question. Is like, can I just uninstall Modern Warfare? Like, or... Or what's going to happen there? So last night, I just, I, I'll just try it, and if it doesn't work, I'll just reinstall it. You know, when I go to bed. Um, so yeah, I uninstalled Warzone or the Modern Warfare Warzone, mm-hmm. um, from my Xbox completely. Uh, went into Cold War, clicked Warzone, and then it gives you that little countdown. It's like, all right, we're going to launch Warzone now. Five, four, three, two, one. And instead of taking me to Warzone, it took me to the store. <laughs> the yeah. xbox store and i had to re-download warzone yeah uh so, so yeah but can uh, you can just download warzone and not the yeah rest yeah yeah that's yeah, what, I, that's what yeah. I told you last time washburn where i was like mm-hmm. you, you can delete modern warfare in general but like if they come out with new guns I, I don't know what multiplayer you would have to level them up in either in black ops or modern warfare so that's why i kept the whole thing and i told you like you could just download warzone on its own in the store if we wanted to mm-hmm. so my guess kevin is at this point that modern warfare is kind of just gonna the modern warfare multiplayer isn't gonna change from what it is maybe they'll do some weapons tuning or something but i don't think it's gonna change like i don't think they're gonna add more like the next battle pass isn't gonna have a modern warfare gun and a black ops gun i think it's gonna have two black ops guns and that's what you you think so yeah i think so i guess the only reason you would want to have Multiplayer to level up the other guns that you haven't leveled up yet. But other than Correct. that, yeah, might as well just delete it and keep Warzone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is weird to me because Cold War is like a hundred seventy gig install or hundred thirty gig 30. install. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, it's very big. That's just the multiplayer and the campaign and zombies, which is yeah. wild. Um, zombies is only like five gigabytes or something like that too. So it's only like a map from what I played too. So. Oh yeah, I guess there is only one map on zombies right now. So That's cool. I played yeah, this. I so mean, I think part of the thing is like they developed this game, and I bet a lot of this stuff is done already, so that they can do like additional tuning stuff. Like all the season one content is probably like finished, mm-hmm. but they just held it back because they know people want content to be spread out and have things for battle passes and whatnot. So this is the world we live in now which is better than the world where you had to buy map packs that also included different guns and then people wouldn't be then you split the player base up at least everyone's in the same player base no matter what Mm -hmm. and all the maps come for free and if you want and the guns you you can level them up on the free battle pass if you want yeah yeah uh so yeah it's all good and i'm still anxiously awaiting the the updates to warzone but cold war itself um, just for me, multiplayer is awesome. Um, nice. I, I not much has changed since we talked about it a few weeks ago, Maddox. Um, where the patch notes were pretty expensive, extensive from the uh, beta to the full release. But I like if it's like a lot of minor things that were fixed, and a lot there was a decent bit of tuning to the weapons and uh, 
sliding speed and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. It just to me, it still it still feels like Black Ops. Um, not the good Black Ops, not not yeah, Black yeah. Ops three and four. Uh, yeah, where I agree. With it that just assessment. got out of control, and it has that quality. Like I said a couple weeks ago, coming off the beta, where um, it I could just sit down with my friends, you guys, and and just play this mindlessly for six seven hours and not know what happened. You know yeah, what I mean? It it just sure. has it has that sort of addictive quality, reminiscent of Black Ops one. And I'm I'm really really enjoying it. I do. Yeah, miss I've also. Dive. What was that, Kevin? I, said, I do miss a dolphin dive from Black Ops One, though. <laughs> mm. Yeah, the yeah. Diving instead of the uh, yeah, because that was like them their way to prevent the uh, drop shotting. Mm-hmm. I guess that was way too OP. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I missed it. They have like you can still drop shot if you add a grip attachment to your guns, but right now it. When you drop to the floor, it unzooms your gun. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. I can see there, it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and there are a couple mechanics on this one that I really appreciate. That's one of them. The other one is the stun grenade sort of being totally revamped. Um, I yeah, love it, what there isn't a there. separate, right? It's just like stun slash flash. It's not mm-hmm. separate. I don't know what it is, but you know how like in the old games when you'd stun, you'd, all you, that happens is you get wobbly. And this screen, one, like it bright. stops. Yeah, and this one, it like stops you. And it, it, your it, hand goes like, yes. yeah, yeah, like it, it, it's crazy, and it's just like, thank God, like a stun grenade. You know what I mean? Not just yeah. like a dizzy grenade. Uh, so, yeah. I think that's really cool what they did with that. Those two sort of minor tweaks go a long way. The modern warfare stuns do this thing i don't i don't know how i mean i sort of know how it feels on xbox controller because i have played a decent amount of my warfare on xbox controller but on pc it's just like if you get stunned you're just like swiping your mouse like this Mm -hmm. to try and move and you're going like incrementally so slow (laughs) um which is something i guess but Mm -hmm. um yeah i definitely like that um they definitely have mixed it up like a decent amount, and the amount of attachments per gun is insane. Mm. We're going to be in there fine tuning, figuring everything out, and looking online and seeing what people are saying is the best loadouts and whatnot for Warzone. I'm sure. Yeah, right <laughs> now that's what it comes down to. <laughs> yes, and that's what it is right now. Is I'm sitting in this game playing with the Krieg, playing with the M4. M16, XM, dude. I'm popping off with the M16, today. and I'm and I'm looking at these guns. And in the back of my mind is, oh, I wonder if this will be good in Warzone. Like, should I start leveling the Krieg up now because it might be OP in Warzone? Uh, Yeah. So that's sort of the name of the game right now for me is just like playing with the assault rifle specifically and figuring out, you know, if the XM4 or the Krieg is going to, you know, really dominate Verdansk here in a couple of weeks. I feel like the assault rifles have a potential to dominate the sniper rifles and depending on how the sniper rifles are tuned, I, I think that's like a 50, 50 shot. And then uh, the MP five, none of the other submachine guns have felt good to me so far, but uh, the MP five feels ridiculous. No, I imagine they'll just, they'll just keep the MP five. that's already there. Mm, they, they have indicated otherwise. There will be really? an AK set 47 and an MP5 from both video games. Really? Yeah. Huh. 
and you'll be able to load yourself out if you want so to do a loadout there, with is there a as you could. Is there a list of guns coming to Warzone from? It's Cold all, of them. All, of them, all of them. All of them. Uh-huh. Yeah. All at once. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Oh my. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be wild. Mm-hmm. I think that I'm interested to see if. Yeah, I kind of hope that they put floor loot as all Cold War guns, It'll just so that everyone gets a feel and then they like level up as you're just playing without your loadout. It's gonna. Oh man, it's gonna feel weird. You no. So Washburn, it might feel different playing the Cold War guns in multiplayer than in Warzone, because Warzone's still using the mechanics from one. It's Warfare. a different engine. Yeah, yeah. So it's gonna feel different. So I don't know how yeah. good the Krieg is gonna be in Warzone, because it's gonna have a different feeling than in Cold War. So mm-hmm. we're gonna have to see. I yeah. think what what's interesting really is the tack rifles, like Maddox said, that M16. It does mm-hmm. slap. It slaps. And then I think the EBR equivalent in, in Cold War, whatever that is, that attack rifle. DMR, yeah. Um, I think those can possibly be something um, if when they come over. So, yeah, really, that's I'm, I'm still sort of, as much as I love the multiplayer, I still am sort of awaiting that Warzone integration and seeing what they do with it. It's just fun to be back at square one, not knowing anything in terms of like what guns are good, what attachments are good, what what things unlock at what levels. Like we're still unlocking perks and stuff, you know. It's mm-hmm. it's nice. It's that feedback loop that has caused Call of Duty to exist for as long as it has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah, it's like you said. I'm I'm only like level twenty one mm-hmm. in multiplayer, and so. Yeah, every time you level up, you're like, "Ooh, you know, what did I get?" And and we'll see if they bring. I I think they there is some sort of prestige system. Um, yeah, there in is this one. So we'll see what that looks and like. It's carrying sure over to Warzone did. in some way too. Yeah, really? I'm sure somebody's already the hit prestige, prestige system. Yeah, because huh. that my number. one thing. I, I never understood that about Warzone. I never understood why they felt the need to take you from down from 155 down to 50 every season it just never made any sense to me yeah i don't understand it either but here we are hopefully it switches up a little bit with this refresh mm-hmm. um and potential small new map according to the internet rumors that will just be like a side map situation i think uh kevin what did you think i i mean i think we might have only played one or two games what did you think of dirty bomb oh dirty bomb um it was interesting it's fun uh a lot of it's pretty chaotic because what is it for uh, a four-person team how many teams is is there like 10 uh, teams. I actually don't know how many t- teams are. It might be. You guys 10. told me when we were playing it, but I don't remember. Yeah, but like we were going around trying to collect uranium to put it in this bomb. You got to plant the bomb, and I don't know how the points rank up. I don't know how much points you get for blowing up a bomb, and I'm guessing a kill is a point. I don't know. So it, it, it seemed pretty fun. I liked it. It was really interesting because I guess you guys played this in the beta, right? Mm-hmm. yeah yeah so i think it's a lot of fun it's just the fact that the, the amount of people that end up landing on you when you get to a certain point is just unbearable almost yeah and yeah. then that's when it gets not fun because mm-hmm. it's I'm like over, oh, I'm dying I'm and landing it. yeah you're I'm over, over it. it yeah 
Uh, every time I play that that game mode, somebody lands behind me and just shoots me in the back, and I'm over it. Mm-hmm. I'd rather I'd rather just mm-hmm. play regular multiplayer and save that kind of. I love that they brought in like door bashing and and window smashing, all the Warzone mechanics. You know, you know, are in that mode. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's cool that they did that, and it shows me that maybe there will be some tighter integration. Um, potentially a new map but yeah if i'm just gonna play cold war for right now i'd rather just play domination or kill confirmed sounds good any last thoughts on anything you guys haven't played zombies right no i have not no i played it mm-hmm. um hmm, it's interesting not the type of zombies i would go with oh really so for this one, they it seems like they're kind of going a little bit more story based too with the zombies and horde mode type of based. So they drop you in, and they, they they let you pick a class, which is weird. I don't like that. I like starting out like basic with like just a pistol and getting your loot here and there. But yeah, they give you with the class. You can only have like your primary weapon, it's not a secondary. Yeah, you jump in, give your give your primary weapon. You're doing these tasks, turn on the power. There's other stuff to do at another building, and it's it's interesting. I don't know how I feel about it. They drop you in the very first like a zombies map they ever made in all that war, which is pretty cool. But other than that, mm. it's like I'm like I'm, it. It looks weird. I don't I don't I don't know how I feel about it yet. I need to play more of it. And see, apparently there's, there's the Easter egg kind of like hunt you do for those that, that zombie game. So I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can do that too and see how everything works out. There's prep machines, all yeah, shabam, this and that. So it's it's going all right so yeah. far. <laughs> yeah, I guess we should mention that we tried to squad up for it and it would not let us in the wasn't. same lobby. <laughs> yeah, and, it wasn't having it. Uh, yeah. Black Ops doesn't particularly like showing me that Washburn and Kevin are online when I'm on PC and they're on yeah, Xbox. Yeah, the cross the cross platform stuff still needs some ironing out for sure. I mean, that could be said for Warzone as well because every once in a while we still can't find each other online mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. which is extra annoying. The one thing that you want to work every time creates the most frustration, of course. Yeah. yeah. What um. Yeah, who would have? Uh, but yeah, um, I'll probably check out a little bit of zombies. Hopefully, we can squad up at some point. I'll probably watch a little bit of gameplay just from some streamer and see what see what I think of it. I think I'll I'll um, do the campaign too. This yeah week. Hopefully, I'll be. Uh, hopefully, I have it done by next time we do this, and I can, we can talk about it. It looks interesting. Yeah, I'll try and I'll try and get through the campaign this week as well. Can't I will wait. say. There is, Kevin, it's kind of interesting because you kind of go to a hub world in between missions. Mm. It's like a hub room, I guess. And there's uh, a board with missions and you can like choose like this one or this one, this one or this one. And I'm I'm just like, yeah, I'd rather just tell me a story and load me into whatever order it finds best. But here we are. Damn it. They did that for Black Ops 3, I think. Mm. Yeah, because they give you like... You can do you, go, you can go do the main mission or do a side mission and help these people out. And I'm like, no, just give me the main mission. But if you don't do the side missions because it's like there's a timer on it, if you don't do the side missions, it affects the main mission too. Like something happened mm-hmm. or they mentioned it, and like, whoa, I don't, 
not what I wanted. <laughs> so hopefully it's nothing yeah. like that, but we'll see. In the review I was looking at, it seems like there are two possible endings to the story. Oh, I don't like that either. <laughs> yeah, I know. The, the, the Call of Duty campaigns, I just kind of want straightforward action fun. Yeah. Like Give me a unique in, experience. Uh, like we had in Modern Warfare. Just linear and yeah. fucking great campaign, great story. and God, that was Nice awesome. sniper level. That's all we really oh, want. Man. Everything on that, about that campaign was awesome. We'll also, on the Vietnam level, I will say that I flew a helicopter and it kind of felt terrible. <laughs> but I'm also on mouse and keyboard, so that probably is 90% of the mm-hmm. problem there. Interesting. We'll see how that plays out then. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think that's all we have for you this week. It was nice getting to talk about our next generation. We're living in the future, isn't that right, Kevin? Living in the future. So crazy. I can see. Woo. I can see my. I can see my death. Nope. I'm getting resurrected now. <laughs> Whoa! Ooh. Look Ooh. at me. Oh, curveball! Looks like I still have a missing leg, though. Darn! From that banana. Whoa. Oh, damn! Damn bananas! It is what All it right. is. <laughs> Until next week. Calms out. Oh, I was at Washburn. <laughs> oh, you're gonna make Washburn do it. Yeah, Washburn. Well, I just did it myself this time for a change. Calms out. There we go.